Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. O Mangalam Guru Devaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindevyo Sarva Lokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarva Dharma Sarupini Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sara Shiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madhyamam Ashmar Achara Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam <coughs> So last week, a nicer day than it was. I can't say nicer, but it's a warmer day and not rainy and drizzly. <coughs> we had, I think, five minutes of rain last Saturday. <laughs> that was our big rainstorm, but what to do? <coughs> it was not this. Uh, uh, the night we're talking about in the Bhagavatam is a, which a much more rainy night, right? Many thousands of years ago. So what we did last week, we what we were talking, we uh, was the carrying of uh, uh, by Vasudeva of Lord Krishna, a baby Krishna, uh, out of the prison, yeah, across the uh, uh, Yamuna. Uh, he exchanged uh, Krishna for in the in, for uh, uh, the daughter of Mother Yashoda, who we know is Dur- is Yoga Maya or Mahamaya. I think she's described as Yoga Maya in those verses. Came back, put. Yogamaya, the, the daughter, into the arms or the bed of Devaki, and then again <coughs> put himself back in shackles. And he says, in that verse, there's only a few, actually, with a long talk, but only a few verses. So we'll just read those verses just to, to, to uh, catch up or remind ourselves. Saying this, Hari became silent as his parents looked on. Through his own Maya, Bhagavan appeared as an ordinary infant. Then inspired by Bhagavan, he, Vasudeva, carried the child from the lying room to go outside. At this time, Yogamaya, who was birthless, took birth from the wife of Nanda. By the influence of Yogamaya, the, sense of the senses of all the guards and other inhabitants of the house were all indrawn in sleep. All the doors, the great gates, fastened with locks and chains, opened on their own. When Vasudeva approached, carrying Krishna, like darkness at the approach of the sun. Clouds showered rain and rumbled with thunder. Shesha followed, stopping the rain like an umbrella. The constant rain caused by Indra caused the deep waters of the Yamuna into par- to form powerful, frothy waves and dangerous whirlpools. But the river gave way like the ocean did for the husband of Sri, for Lord Ram. When Vasudeva reached the village home of Nanda, he saw that all the cowherders were fast asleep. He placed his son on the bed of Yashoda and picking up her daughter, again returned to his home. Vasudeva placed a female child on the bed of Devaki, fixed the iron shackles on his legs, and remained bound as before. Yashoda, the wife of Nanda, understood that she had given birth but did not know what the sex was. Being exhausted by the labor, she lost consciousness and fell asleep. 
think that's where we, I think that's where we left off. That was um, the very end of the f- of the third chapter of uh, Book Ten of the Bhagavatam, Canto Ten, Skanda Ten. And so today we'll start with um, verse one, uh, starting from the fourth discourse, fourth chapter of the tenth Skanda. <coughs> and we a little we try to. It's very hard to describe what we're to, uh, to express what we were trying to uh, say yesterday because our claim our, our 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 premise was that there's two different things being each verse has two different things and sometimes not opposite things but actu- opposite things but not actually opposite things right like like uh, uh, example of the, the guards which uh, in the story the guards fell asleep and therefore, they're, they're, they lost their senses. They're, therefore, they weren't paying attention. And so, easily Vasudeva could carry Krishna out. But the same language also says that the, 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 the guards, uh, uh, the senses, actually says the senses of the guards became, uh, um, uh, what's the, in the Ashtanga, um, uh, Prachahara, it uses that word actually, became Indran. Right? So, it's actually, so, the guards went to sleep, or th- in the story, th- in, in, to keep the story flowing nicely, the guards fell asleep, right? And therefore, Krish- uh, Krishna and Vasudeva could escape, right? But as we discuss, as we dis- uh, describe it, the story as a m- also also as a metaphor for the spiritual path and the yogic path, right? This is also required that the guards are described as the sense as the senses, gatekeepers, right? And at this point, the gatekeepers became Indran. When the gatekeeper became Indran, then easily Prana, which is symbolized by Vasudeva and Krishna, could escape the bondage to the prison. And of course, everybody, I think most people who are here, uh, we're discussing that the, the prisons of the. Um, uh, um, were you here last week? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Next Saturday. I don't think it's the previous Saturday here. But we're, we're, we gave a, a, a very brief way that the yogis understand. Um, um, the the story is also a metaphor, not only it, as as the birth, the descent and birth of Lord Krishna, but also as a metaphor of of spiritual awakening. That Devaki is considered the body. Devaki is actually is a mother, so she's a mother that holds the spirit within. That's also the that's also a sim- same situation of our body. Right? And then Vasudeva, the word Vasu also comes. Uh, uh, we get the same word for the wind. And the, uh, the the deities of the wind, and all per- the, uh, even the term Vishnu, comes from a similar root, which which is to expand, to move, to be all pervading. So that's also uh, the yogis say is a reference to prana, right? So the union of prana and devaki create awakens Krishna, right? And we also gave the definitions of Krishna using Sanskrit diction. Uh, 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 not dictionary, but uh, <coughs> analyzing the words. One Krishna means attractive. Krishna means dark, but also Krishna also means joy or bliss, right? So the awakening of bliss, right? And so they're born. Krishna is born at midnight on a rainy day during on an inauspicious day. Ashtami of uh, Krishna Paksha is considered inauspicious. It leads to uh, conflict and struggle and difficulty, right? He's born on that darkest moment at midnight at an important juncture. In the deep darkness, right? Deep darkness in where? In a prison underneath a, a castle, right? So deep, trapped, right? So this is also a symbol of our consciousness, or Kundalini, or Shakti, 
and when we give it to serpentation is trapped in matter, trapped in the Buddhas, trapped in the body, or trapped in body consciousness. That's a sto- our story. But also, if the Lord's born, what does it mean? That the infinite Lord is now going to, seems to be born as a human being. Right? So, he's also descending into, as an incarnation, he's incarnating. Right? Uh, so, he's accepting the bond, seemingly accepting the bondages of a human body, or accepting the bondages of the material world. But immediately when he, when he appears, he shows he's not a little baby trapped in the body. He shows himself, as we take the story, with four arms, holding conch, disc, mace, and, fl- and lotus, right? Golden hel- helmets, golden jewelry, right? Blue body, yellow cloth, like as, as Bhagavan Vishnu. And the parents see, oh my God, it's Vishnu, right? Uh, um, and Devaki and, and, and Vasudeva recite most philosophically sublime prayers. Right, Devak, uh, Vasudeva describing both as the Supreme Brahman, right, which is birthless, the one who is supposed to have taken birth, right, who is formless, who takes a form, who is actionless, who's, who's appeared in front of them, right, so it's like, it's the, it's, it's the great mystery of how the infinite, all-pervading, all-expand uh, 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 um, ground of being now seems to be a human being, a human baby. Uh, uh, so they and, and then they give a, a lecture on within those prayers is also much instruction about Sankhya about the difference between Purusha and Pakriti the Master Pakriti we went through all that because we also have to understand this we have to understand the different body and soul infinite finite all these things are given uh, then stay um, the uh, uh, so the result of then 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 that uh, uh, form when they finish their prayers, which show their deep realization that they realize this is the infinite being. He says, "I need to. You need to." Um, uh, he explains their past lives, right? How they got the, what type of austerities required to get Krishna as your child, right? Or to have that divine awake uh, consciousness awaken both, right? They did thousand, ten, twelve thousand years of austerities in the pr- two previous lives. Right to get um, this would be the third birth of Krishna and as their child, and then he says, as soon as then he appears again as a child, right? So now he's a child, and then first thing Vasudeva does, if we take a symbol of Vasudeva, is that prana or air like this breath, he grabs Krishna, and he has he wants to leave. How do you leave? He's trapped. He's shackled. Right? He's he trapped in the in. But as soon as he holds Krishna, everything opens. Right, his shack. There's no shackles. The door is open, and the and the sense and the guards are asleep. Right, even the big gate, which it says pinned with kilakam, right, it's pinned with iron pins, iron uh, chains, right, and locks. It just they open the door. Keep doing that. I think this is a little higher than last time. So. those listening, this is technical difficulties with the quote-unquote mic stand. Is that, that too low? Is that okay? Okay. I'm accustomed to microphones. Projection have to be here, but I think this requires very little space. Uh, uh, and so, it, when that awakening comes, everything opens away. All the body consciousness falls away. All the locks, the, the, uh, uh, the bondage that he seemed to be in doesn't exist. Also showing that although it seems that Krishna is born, seems that he's limited, seems that he's human, he's infinite, he's free, he's 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 all pervading, uh, as before, all powerful as before. Uh, and as soon as he steps out, it's pouring. Indra has huge downpour. So Ananta Shesha, as a serpent, comes and covers. Right, also a symbol of Kundalini awakening. 
right? And covers. And as he crosses, then we spent quite a bit of ta- time last week talking about what Yamuna means, who she is, the goddess, the river Yamuna, right? And But the river Yamuna is described as fully deep, very deep, very turbulent, full of waves and dangerous whirlpools. This is, uh, Yamuna is the sister of Yama. In the story, they both come from the sun, from the Surya. The sun, so this is the river of death in a certain sense, right? And as soon as he steps into this deep, turbulent, dangerous river, it's actually the word I think is Nadi, uh, Nadi Marg something. Uh, I have it here somewhere. But it's that, that the, the Nadi means river, Marg means path. So it gave way, it made a path. And so easily we've seen so many poster art of Vasudeva carrying baby Krishna in a basket with Ananta Shesha and he steps and he's crossing the river. This deep, deep, dangerous river. Right? But that term Nadi Marg, it also, the Nadi, the stream, also becomes Marg, a path. Right, so the yogis also interpret Yamuna and Ganga, Ida and Pingala. There's some deeper uh, uh, way of interpreting it also. Uh, we, we went into that a little bit last week. And so he goes, he gets to, at, at the exact time when Krishna uh, uh, became a little baby, it says at the exact moment in Vraja, uh, Yashoda gave birth to a girl. But not yet any girl. This is the important thing of tonight's t- uh, topic. The girl is Mahamaya or Yoga Maya. Right. Uh, uh. So at that exact moment, when that infinite, very significant, that infinite being, Vishnu, holding club and conch, described as all-pervading, unchanging, birthless consciousness, right? Exact moment he became a little baby, and appeared like a human being. That exact moment, Mahamaya is born, Yoga Maya is born, right? So even that, so that mystery of how the one, that the seeming incarnations within the realm of Mahamaya, it's not actual. Right, it's and Mahamaya deludes. She purposely deludes. Right, it's her, her. She, everyone sees the infinite by her influence, by her birth, by her manifestation, as finite. Right now, we see, we actually know she, uh, Vishnu is infinite, all pervading, all powerful. And now it's a little helpless child. Right, but it's not true. It's not a helpless child. Not a, not a, you know, his. He never lose. He never stops being the infinite, all pervading being. But by the influence, by the birth of Mahamaya, of Yogamaya, everything changes, right? And so she, he crosses, he puts the, the, um, the baby, baby Krishna in the bed of, Yash, of Yashoda who had just given birth. And Yash takes the little girl and crosses back the river, gets back into the prison, puts it in the arms or the bed of Devaki, and then puts the chains back on his legs. And again, the guard, the, uh, um, the gates all lock themselves and, and, and like this, right? That's where we left, pretty much that's where we left off. But very interesting, so, it's, and the, the, the verse says, just says he's bound like he was before. And we just, we ended it with a little discussion, but he's not actually bound as he is before. Because we are so bound, right, in our body consciousness, in our limited awareness, in our ocean of problems, ocean, river of death, <laughs> not knowing how to cross, not knowing how to get to the, uh, our final destination. Uh, we have limitations at every step, right? So he was like that in one sense, but but he saw. He had. You have to think of it. He saw. He saw Vishnu uh, uh, within minutes before or hours before. He saw Bhagavan Vishnu. He realized him as the infinite, all-pervading being, the self of all, that manifests everything, right? Then he saw him appear as a child, and he saw as soon as touching him, all the doors open, all the guards asleep. There's no danger. The river of death is crossed. Right, uh, Ananta Shesha gives protection, and he's like, and then he comes back, and now he's bound again, like he was before. 
he knows he's not bound right that's such such experiences it's very different before that voyage and after that voyage is going to be a very different experience right and so the yogis describe this as alom and bilom alom is the ascending passage and bilom is the descending passage in yoga we describe it as literally when kundalini rises it's called alom and kundalini descends it's called bilom right you have to come back into the body right and back into manif- man- into the limitations of the body seeming limitations of the body alom bilom also is is described as inner in breath and out breath upward passages and meditation and kriya and downward is all these different described that term is used but also has something to do with spiritual life also when you get a divine experience even a small divine experience you have to digest it, it has to has to come back down it has to be has to, you have to um um uh, manifest in the world, right? In the in the world of form, right? So with that divine experience of freedom and mystery and, and wonder, that he, I mean, in one sense, he's almost self-realization. I mean, he saw God. We all want to see God. He saw God. Not only God, he has God as his child, right? And he's, I mean, what he saw in that one one flash of the exact instant of of the Lord's manifestation. If we we can, whether or not we can even survive. Uh, uh, I mean, 5,000 years, people are, are, are blissed out listening to the story. What's imagine experiencing that story, right? <coughs> so now he's back bound, but he's not really bound, right? Seemingly bound. He's back in the elements, back in the body, or back in the prison, however you want to, th- uh, what layer you want to take the story, right? But now who did he brought back? He took Krishna up. Well, who did he bring back? He brought back Yoga Maya, right? So now, now those, I mentioned last week that this is this chapter... The last chapter, the presiding deity is Yogamaya, right? And again, he continues, especially there's a few verses that are especially glorious for Yogamaya. <coughs> and so, yoga, and we also mentioned Yogamaya has a couple of meanings also. Usually we think Maya, Maya is not a good thing, right? Like, oh, you're in Maya, it means you're, mis- you're in illusion, right? You're in delusion. Or another word, illusion or delusion, we sometimes use Moha, Maya, right? And 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 uh, different philosophical systems have different views of Maya. In the Advaita school, uh, um, Maya is simply a mistake, right? And the classic example is given that you see a rope coiled, and then you see, oh, actually, oh my God, a snake, right? So, and so you react as if it's a snake, and then but once you see, oh, actually, it's a rope, then the snake disappears. Right, so Shankaracharya and philosophers in his school have used this classic thing. This example is given in Shastra. It's not come up with Shankaracharya, but he used it very expertly many, many times for his doctrine of superimposition. So the snake was never there. We we put the snake there. It was always a rope. It was never a snake. Right, we put it there. As soon as the snake, as soon as you realize what it is, the snake disappears. It was never actually there. We thought it was there. So similarly, what about this world of name and form? It doesn't exist. Only the self exists. Brahman alone exists. Right. So why do we see it? it? We put it there. And we can see, even psychologically, we create the world we live in. Right? There's no heart, there's not, there is and there isn't solid evidence of an external world. Beyond our, our subjective experience, very hard to prove anything. Right? And, 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 and the senses are, we know are, 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 even the senses, the information we get through the senses is imperfect and, 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 and easily, uh, uh, we're easily mistaken. But then the world that we create from that within our own brain, Right, is guaranteed to be not what we're seeing. The example I sometimes give, I'm going to, I know Sri Ramakrishna says you should never show cities, right? But I'm going to show an empower, powerful city right now. You may know this, right? Let's see, right now there's one Ethan, Turiya. Now there's two Turiyas. See, if I push in my eye, I can now see two of you, 
right? <laughs> Bodily bilocation. You're actually, you're the one who showed the cities. Oh my God, you must be a saint, <laughs> right? <laughs> you show, right? So this is a, the thing is that the, 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 the senses are, cannot be trusted. Easily can be manipulated. And then the world, and I can, the stuff I build from that, what I've seen, I can say, I saw it with my own eyes. I saw both of you with my own eye, with my own eye when I pushed it, you know. And then I create a whole world from that. So what's, that's even our immediate experience. We can see that, but the uh, the Advaitic school, Advaitin school, holds that this whole world is only that. It actually doesn't exist. Only it exists. Actually, the snake, the snake, something exists, but not who we think it is. Brahman exists. The world of name and form we're seeing doesn't exist. Right. That's one view of Maya. Right? <coughs> one of the definitions of Maya. I don't have the Sanskrit definition in my head, but it means that which is and isn't is called Maya. Like iti, naiti, iti maya, something I forget. It, it may come before I finish. If once I get going, it may, it may uh, pop back in my head. It's a, com- a famous definition. Uh, that which is and isn't is called maya, right? So like that snake isn't there, but it is there. Right? We see it, so it's there. Right? And something's there. We misunderstand it. Right? So this world, it's not that it doesn't exist. It exists, but we're not seeing. We're not seeing what actually is there. We're projecting. What we think it is on what it actually is. Another view of Maya. There's many. Another, another very ancient view of Maya that shows in the in the in early Vedic verses, the uh, very early uh, school of Maya is Maya is like magic, right? And magic is of two types. Magic is somebody has some power to do something. That's magic. Or magic is I'm fooling you. It's called illusion. Right? An illusionist, right? We have the similar words like so. Uh, 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 if I like, like I don't have I have no either real magic abilities or illusionist abilities right but you know some some illusionists could show you know um you know i don't know a rope they can cut a rope and you can make it and tie it to knots and bring it to another rope you've seen that how they undo knots and rings and things like this right it's like wow it's incredible right but sri ramakrishna has a very famous line quoting the vedantic text he says the, the magician is real the magic is false right that all that's all those tricks they're actually not real but something but the magician is real Right, that's the that's the mysterious thing, right? So the the uh, uh, what we're seeing. So also, who's the magician? If we're seeing the world of name and form, and that's uh, who's the magician? In one sense, there's then there's two. Each one of these are many schools and complicated things, but one school will hold that we're the music- magician. We're creating we're, this whole world we create is not real, right? The magician knows how to do all this stuff, but but it's all, he's the one doing the tricks. Everybody else is being fooled, right? But the, the tricky thing is that we're being fooled <laughs> by our own magic. Right? That's another thing. Another school that no, another school that gets a little closer to this is the magician is true, and and the, the magician is true, and the magic is 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 false. Is God is a magician? He's doing all. He's makes this whole world appear to be real for us, right? This gets closer to this view of yoga Maya, right? Not perfectly, but it begins to hone in on this view of Maya, right? So we see the world of duality, we see the world of name and form, we see the world of manifestation, right? Okay, maybe it's not what we th- but who made it this way? Why do we see it the way it is? So in the Devi Bhagavatam, Devi Gita, well, him, Lord, the, uh, the personified Himalayas asks after a visionary experience of Bhuvaneshwari Devi, he asks, uh, tell me about uh, Maya, Right, and, and she says, oh, I show, use that same example of rope and, and snake. He says, I, sh- I show this world, I show myself, which is who I'm actually non-dual and one without a second, and the only one that exists, I show myself as manifold. 
then she says just like a rope showing itself as a snake like that's interesting we don't see the rope the rope shows itself as a snake right whose fault is it it's the rope's fault right whose fault you know if this world it's brahman why do we see a world of duality superimposed on brahman brahman showing itself that way it's not our mistake whose fault is it we can put the blame in the proper place it's god's fault right if there's any fault it's god's fault right there's a famous line uh uh, uh kabir uh, ram Priyadas quotes it says the one who brought us here will have to take us home right he says that, so like the the one who created this the one who created this world of illusion for us and this world i mean it's his will her will its will their will however you want to think of it right it's like so if we're going to get out of it how are we going to do it the one who brought us here will have to we, we didn't come here on our own from this view right so this is a very so this is uh she will have to take us back this is akin to uh some important teaching to sri ramakrishna he says that maya cannot be fought right uh, uh, because he didn't see Maya as some just mistake sometimes he'd use a word like that but that's not that that's common you something oh you're in Maya we use the term a little bit in, in various ways right but Maya to him is the divine mother herself right the Mahamaya it's the goddess it's the Devi it's or, or the power of Brahman or Brahman depends on how he's speaking right and so when he so She's the one that created this world, the, the, how the one became many through the 24 cosmic principles of Sankhya and you, whatever language you want to use. She's the one that, like, that put us in this situation. She's the one that led the soul into illusion, into, sep- into the illusion of separation of name and form and causation like this. Like, and therefore, how we could get out, right? She's all, in, in this situation, she's way more powerful than we are, right? She put us, and who are we? In Advaita school, we're also Brahman. Right, so she's more powerful than Brahman. She put Brahman in illusion. How is Brahman going to get out? Right, you know. So uh, uh, if you're weaker than something, how are you going to get out? Right, you have to appeal. Right, appeal for mercy. Right, <laughs> Lord, Ma, or the Divine Mother, however you want to say it, help me, get me out. Right, the one who brought us here will the one who will take us home. Right. So he says that Mahamaya cannot be should cannot be fought. If you fight her, you'll lose. Guarantee nobody's ever won the battle against Maya, right? But she can be worshipped. Uh, she says perpetuated. I forget. I don't know the Bengali. In English, it's translated as uh, perpetu- Mahamaya must be perpetuated, right? Must be worshipped. When worshipped, then she withdraws. And this is she withdraws her deluding potency, right? And turns us. It's by her grace that our mind turns back towards her or towards it. It's by her shakti, her flowing out shakti of creation, that all the energies go out, including us and the senses. Our consciousness goes out along with the ever-expanding world that she creates. And by her grace, she can turn... And the examples give... I'll get it in a second. Uh, Sri Ramakrishna gives an example of... of <coughs> uh, 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 uh. Anyways, you were going to say something? You were talking about Mahamaya. Mahamaya. And I don't really understand that. It's, to me, it's conflict because I thought that we're trying to get out of Maya... That's the thing. No, no, but no, that's okay. So that's that's the point. So we want yes, yes. But the thing is that even the desire, if we if we're gonna get moksha, if we're gonna get out of my, it's by her grace, she'll let us out, right? We cannot we cannot fight her on this point, right? You know that she's and 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 so and so, it's true, so <clears throat> what is it that we we don't want to reincarnate? Of course, we don't want to. Re- that's even the desire. The desire when you start thinking, I don't want to reincarnate, 
Right. I don't want to be deluded by the world duality. I want to find the source. I want to return. Need to worship this? I don't yeah, because well, thing is, who is she? She's the one. She is the one who creates. She's the, she's the supreme reality. So In Tantra, she is the supreme. Into it? She not just forced you. She forced herself into it. She manifests. It's only her. Right, this is ultimately what she created this extern- this world out of her own. It's in, in tantra we call it swatantriya, by her own inherent nature. Right, she out of her own intrinsic nature of expansion and blissful expansion, she creates, right? and at a certain point she withdraws. Right, that's the going on, and we're sh- part of her creation into new- is also becoming us. Can you give me an example of pe- how people worship Jaima, Jaima, Jaima. <laughs> we're doing it every day. Chanting Japa. We're praying to Divine Mother. Mother. So Sri Ramakrishna said, he, uh, we have the Lord's Prayer, right? And that Jesus gave, our Father art in heaven. Sri Ramakrishna gave, we call it uh, the, 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 the our, our Lord's, Takwar's Prayer, right? So our Mother. <laughs> like this, right? And he, he says, like the, uh, when, he, when he prays, so just grant me pure love for you and do not delude me by thy world bewitching Maya. This is her, her prayer. Oh, Ma, do not delude me by your world bewitching Maya. So, we're, we haven't even got <laughs> Bhagavad Gita yet, but it's okay. Uh, um, uh, today is an important Shakti day, so it's okay to talk about Shakti things. Um, um, chin, uh, it's an important, no, it's a uh, Chinnamasta Jayanti. It's an important uh, uh, manifestation of an ancient goddess, uh, Chinnamasta. Yeah, maybe after <laughs> it's connected but not exactly connected I don't want to get too distracted um, but um, uh, um, what was my point uh, 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 so we, we uh, uh, he, he'd pray do not do a bit world between Maya in the Chandi also she's she said it's by her it's that she is the great Maya that deludes even the that throws even the minds of the wise into delusion right he says but when worshipped and pleased right she withdraws her illusion and takes us back to herself right lets us shows the path back to herself so th- what is devi puja devi worship at the deepest level is a prayer Ma, this world is you right let us find you behind this world right let us not only see you in this world but also see you behind it and and withdraw the sri ramakrishna used these two very important philosophical terms vijamaya and avijamaya we brought them up last week Vijamaya, Maya has two qualities, Vijamaya and Avijamaya, and from our experiential perspective. Vij- Avijamaya is a power that creates ignorance. So it's really mm. moksha when you have to love Maha Maya mm. to get moksha, but then mm-hmm. how can God divorce himself some, from one aspect of God to another, dissolution to creation? Yeah, so <coughs> Don't we ultimately come back to serve God? Do we ultimately come back to serve God? Well, that's that's. Mahamaya. Uh, yeah. Do we ultimately come back to Mahamaya to serve Mahamaya? There's, there's, not necessarily yes and no. I mean, if that's the goal, some people their goal is to serve her, right? Others, their goal is to uh, to merge with her. Others is to love her. There's so many, and days according to our pers- our 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 temperament. And the way we're in our evolution, also that that. But anyways, my original point is: is avijamaya, and there's also vijamaya, the power that gives liberation, that gives that removes ignorance, that gives knowledge, wisdom, spiritual experience. So by saying we, rather than trying to fight Maya, we worship her, and then she opens a way for us. You know, she opens a way back, right? Um, so in trying a little bit getting back to uh, Yashoda when um, um, so so the different schools of Maya right so this is uh, that's uh, uh, so another uh, view of Maya here now it's being very desc- described as yoga Maya 
right? Yogamaya in, in, is a, you can, you can use these terms however we want, but the way they're used in a text, we have to understand how they're used in a text to understand what the writer or the authors are trying to get across. Yogamaya in the Bhagavatam is, a, is the Lord's own Shakti, right? Intimate Shakti. He, the Lord is described in the, in the Vaishnava scriptures with having different types of Shakti. Right and Mahamaya or Maya is the power that creates a universe, but Yoga Maya is another type of delusion. Right, Yoga Maya is his own power to make something like, for instance, like like an example. He doesn't want Yashoda to think he's God. Right, so Yashoda has to always think, oh, he's a poor little child. Without him, I'm I, without me, he's going to be hurt. If I don't feed him, he won't eat. If I don't bathe him, he'll stay dirty. Right, you know, it's like he's dependent upon me. This is almost an this is almost an, this is an absurd proposition. It's almost blasphemous to think of God this way. But actually, it's not. It's the highest. It's considered the, one of the highest uh, bhavas, right? He creates. He makes her forget. You know, this is directly. It's it's his shakti uh, that that that's doing his will, right? It's a very direct type of thing, right? Not an impersonal thing about general illusion or the power that expands consciousness into name or separates content name form in causation and, uh, and time space causation name and form like that's that's it's not that this is a very intimate yoga maya is a very personal intimate maya right intimate power so here maya means an, uh, it means illusion it means that which is that which it isn't it means mistake it means here it means shakti it's a type of shakti so sometimes it's yoga maya shakti sometimes if you even use this word right and here it's someone's shakti yoga maya means it's it's vishnu's shakti Right, it's one of his. It's connected to him. It does his work. It's one of his angas, his arms, one of his powers. Right, uh, a very intimate thing. It's done, especially in these very intimate um, uh, realizations and relationships that is in, in 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 Raja with Krishna and his and the gopas and the gopis and and the cows and all these things. All these things are being done by his yoga maya. He's creating. He's doing everything. The magic he's creating is for his own. He's doing it purposely. Right? And not out of trying to delude us, not trying, not because he's trying to keep uh, uh, Yashoda in, in, in illusion. The illusion he keeps Yashoda is to increase her devotion, to increase her attachment, to increase her ruchi, her spiritual hunger and taste and experience. Right, and so even now we think we, we sing her name and we get we, we, we get some a little bit of that bhava and a little bit of her taste. Right, so it's very <coughs> into so that happens in in, in, in in the lila of Krishna, but also happens within the awakening of the individual. All these things is yoga. So <coughs> he creates a magical uh, that exact moment when Vishnu becomes a little child, right? Becomes little Krishna, right? That exact moment Yoga Maya is born, right? But it's, she says uh, that which is birthless takes birth. The, the line we used last week, right? Ajan. Uh, uh, I don't have the words in front of me, but I'm trying to remember uh, uh, that which takes that which is birthless takes birth. That which is so as soon as that happens, now it's within her realm. It's not that everyone's in illusion and ignorance, right? She's now creating experiences for people to intensify, to keep the story going, to, to manifest the story, and to intensify the emotions and sentiments involved, right? And so she ent- she creates a magical world, right? But not uh, not magical as in fake, not magic as in, but uh, 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 wondrous, a wondrous world, a good word, a uh, extra or our Baba Rampuri says an extraordinary world. Right. This is a yogis live, devotees live in the extraordinary, not the, not an ordinary world. You could say, take a as a from a historical perspective. We say, oh, 
even if we take the story as true historically, that means a baby was born in prison, someone or other got out and they transferred babies. Right? That's not something that, that to think about or become that, that, that awakens a devotion and, and divine sentiments in the heart. Right? But the magical world of, of, of mysticism, of mythology, of belief, of, of, of yoga, of, of, of magical creatures, right? that world immediately, as soon as that infinite became like a human, we entered a magical world. Of, uh, her, he's created a magical and extraordinary world of Maya. Right? But it's his Maya. It's not that there was an illusion. He's keeping everyone in a particular type of illusion for the sake of relationship. Right? So verse 1, <laughs> chapter 4. Right? Shukadev continued. Bahir Antara Pura Dwaraha. Uh, the, all the doors inside and outside were again uh, 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 closed like they were before. Right. That's a, so. So again, everything is is back. Right. He's his world of Maya. Also, he's he's put everything as if, but not really. That's the point. Right. So now, sarva purvar avritaha. Sarva purvar. Like before, they were closed. Tata bhala dwanin. Shrutva. Bala means little child, right? And what is it? Bala, dwani. Dwani means sound, means crying, roaring, right? Uh, so, as soon as that happened, you know, it's like the little magical spell, something happens, like now you have a, now you have a baby. Now, finally, you don't have a forearm Vishnu. You have seemingly a little girl who's been put in the bed. What does she start doing? She starts crying, right? And so, as soon as the cry starts crying, what happens? So, this is Mahamaya crying. This is the sound of Mahamaya. This is also a very deep thing about Mahamaya's nature of sound and vibration and, and, and the letters, and we won't go into that too much. Uh, uh, then what happens? Then Griha Palaha Samutitaha. The guard, the house, actually says the house guards. Griha uh, Palaha, the, 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 the protectors of the house. Right? Of course, this is a palace, this is a dungeon. Right, but this is also the house. Right, where this body is the house means the senses, the guards in the story, the senses in the metaphor. Right now, now they wake up, they start going out again. Right by by Mahamaya's arrangement. Right, and they hear a child crying, and they were told, "You don't sleep, you pay attention. Don't and we wait. And tell me immediately, because Kamsa thinks that child, this child's going to kill him. Right, the eighth child of of Asudev is going to be his uh, Devaki is going to be his death." Right, so you tell me immediately. So uh, the doors inside and outside the house closed as before. Then the guards awaken, hearing the crying child. The guards immediately ran to inform Kamsa, the king of Bhojas, who was anxiously waiting of the birth. They ran and told the king of Bhojas of the birth of from the womb of Devaki, who is uh, to come to uh, Kamsa, who is anxiously waiting. It's a little broken a little bit. The guards immediately ran to inform Kamsa, the king of the Bodhi, who is anxiously waiting, of the birth of the womb of Devaki, from the womb of Devaki. Okay. Um, uh, and so Kamsa, we mentioned, Kamsa uh, uh, is, is uh, 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 the deluded uh, ego, if we take it symbolically. We know he has, he's an important character also. He has a, a preceding story. Uh, uh, of how he became Kamsa uh, like this, but if we take it uh, as, a, as part of the metaphor, Kamsa is 
the ruler who, who keeps this Krishna and Devaki and Prana uh, trapped, right, uh, out of fear of losing his own life, his own existence, keeps him trapped. Who has killed the the child the uh, already uh, uh, six children? One was mysteriously miscarried. That was actually that the one who was miscarried was uh, Mahamaya herself. She was actually first born in the womb of of, of, of Devaki, and then she was magically transferred to the womb of uh, through her power. No, no, I'm sorry. It was Balaram. Uh, my my brain's jumbled. Uh, Balaram was first born. Balaram is Krishna's brother. Uh, and by he says the first thing, the first instruction of, uh, of Krishna to or Vishnu to Mahamaya by his magic, you transfer uh, uh, Balaram from Devaki's womb to Yashoda's womb or to Rohini's womb, right? Who was uh, in the house of Yashoda and and and, and Nanda. <coughs> so one they thought oh it was miscarried. It wasn't miscarried. That was actually Anantashesha. Anantashesha came first. So that's an interesting point. Whenever the Lord's born, Anantashesha also comes. Right? Anantashesha is that serpent. Uh, the, right? And so he also represents the, the, the serpent of Kundalini, like this. But in Vaishnava literature, the, the more conception, he's the foundation. He's the support. Right? And Vishnu, which is all that pure consciousness, that uh, all-pervading consciousness, its support, its potentiality is Ananta. Right, so that's that's uh, he lies in the milk ocean, in the ocean of causation, Karana Sagara, Chir Sagara, in an, uh, on Anantashesha. And whenever the Lord incarnates, the Vishnu incarnates, Anantashesha also incarnates. Right, and previous incarnation was as Ram and Lakshman. Right, Ram was born first; he's the older brother, and then Lakshman came. Right, and so some commentators make a very beautiful point: says, why did this time? Did what did uh, Ananta come first, right? Because as Lakshman, he he couldn't uh, he couldn't stop. He Ananta always wants to serve uh, Vishnu. That's his nature. He always wants to serve Vishnu, and he couldn't stop uh, uh, Sita from being abducted, right? You know, he's thinking that in my secondary position, right, as a, as a younger. Right, I couldn't argue with Ram. Ram sent, went away, told me to do. I couldn't argue with him. He's my senior. There's a couple of restrictions due to that relationship of him being senior. Right, but he was uh, 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 um, that he couldn't. Uh, um, uh, uh, so he said, I, I couldn't serve properly. I stopped this horrible thing. I couldn't stop this horrible thing. So next time, I'll be born first. Although he'll be God, I'm his senior. Right, so that won't happen again. There's some leela like that. It's not. I don't know if it's any text. I've read some commentary that describes like that. Why uh, Ananta was born as Balaram a little before, right? And then, so already Kamsa has killed six children. Seventh was disappeared by. Them. They thought miscarriage, but we know she, he's already in like in 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 Gokul, and now. So. Now he's he's so anxious. He's he's convinced the next child may be my death, right? He jumped out of bed, overwhelmed by the thought. What were they thinking? Kalo kalo yam. Kalo yam comes from kalaha ayam, right? Kala means time. Ayam is has has arrived. The time has come. So this gives many different meanings also. The time has come. So what's his time? He's thinking, 
he's convinced that his death is almost guaranteed. He's trying to do his best to stop his death, right? But he's thinking any day, maybe the child that's going to be my death. Maybe not the moment of my death, but basically, the, as soon as Krishna is born, his death is fixed, right? Uh, um, so, and Kala, Kala means time. Kala also means death. Kala means God, right? Krishna says, I am Kala, the destroyer of beings, the destroyer of worlds. Right, uh, he is time itself. Right, so uh, kala is yama, is uh, uh, time. So by saying it's time, means it's like oh my god, it's 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 oh my god, my it's time for me to act to try to stop it. It's time that like Krishna is born, Vishnu has been born, my enemy has been born to kill me. Right, but also kala 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 yam death has come. Right, or, or God has come, and so for come for comes, it's the same thing, right? Uh, his death will be caused by God, right? So Kala, death or time, and and Krishna are the same in his right. His death. So actually, that also shows. Our we all sometimes we all sometimes even use in common language. Oh, he went to meet his maker, when he died. Right, we say, we even use that type of language, right? That, but the general perspective is just because we die doesn't mean that we're going to see God, right? We hope, but <laughs> because here we are again. <laughs> I don't know what whether it may not be the. Uh, it's a little bit bad, but it's there's still stuff in there. Uh, uh, but this showing that that of course in the story the person who's going to kill him is Krishna, is God, right? But also if we take it metaphorically, Kamsa being the, the unregenerated ego. Right, that thinks is in control, that thinks all powerful. That's that, like, when that comes in contact with God, it will die. Right, uh, that's the thing. And he doesn't see him here. He doesn't actually see in this encounter, God somewhere else right now. He's in like he's in in Goloka, right? He sees he's going to see Mahamaya, a little girl, right? Not 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 God, right? So his death has not quite yet come, right? His realization has come. But like when when our uh, uh, Today, yesterday, like today, many temples are celebrating Narasimha Jayanti. Today is Chaturdasi, Narasimha Chaturdasi. We celebrated last night because um, uh, it, it's uh, Narasimha appeared at at the exact moment of sunset during uh, Chaturdasi Titi. Right now it's Chaturdasi Titi, but it ends at seven seven twenty. 724 26 something like that and uh, and 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 um, uh, the the sunrise sunset is like 10 minutes later 736 right so actually tonight's sunset is not chat it's already in Purnima Purnima starts in a little bit right so although most people say today the proper exact moment would have been last night but it's a very important story Hiranyakashipu in that story we've we spent we gave we counted I think eight eighteen. We gave eighteen talks on this story. <laughs> it's a long, it's a very important story. The long one one of the more elaborately told stories in the Babutan, but also one of our favorites. So and so deep. So we, we spoke long time, uh, slowly over many many months on on, on this uh, on this lila. But the final thing, Hiranyakashipu, when he finally sees Vishnu, he dies almost immediately. Right, you know, he doesn't. There's no Vishnu. First, it was Vishnu is my enemy. I'm not going to be more powerful than him. But he becomes so powerful, he says, yeah, "Vishnu doesn't even exist." Right, and then his little boy, Prahlad, which also means just like Krishna means joy, Prahlad means joy. Right, also means that soul that's born at the moment of devotion. He's born at the exact time that uh, 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 Akhiranya Kashipu heard the mantra Om Namo Narayanaya. 
that exact moment Prahlad was born, was conceived, right? Uh, so he's born, so it's like the very birth of that, that uh, here it describes the devotee of the Lord, that pure soul is born with the hearing of the mantra. But as he's born, Prahlad, Hiranyakashipu uh, cannot tolerate because that boy only thinks of God. Who is this God? I'm God. No, you're not God. God's there. Where is this God? He's everywhere. And we also think like that. We say if we also hear God's everywhere. Where's God? If we're an atheist, we may we sometimes challenge, get challenged by atheists, and also ourselves challenge when we're struggling. Well, well, if there's God, where you guys believe in God? Where is He? He's everywhere. What do you mean? Show Him to me then. No, He's everywhere. You're seeing Him only, right? You know what I mean? Show Him to me. He's here right now. You don't you don't have the eyes to see it, right? So show Him to me. That's an impossible chat. How to show somebody who doesn't see God? God. Right. Well, he's everywhere. Well, is, is he in, in this, in this, this wall or this pillar or this? I just said he's everywhere, right? And then it's a very interesting. I was meditating on this last night. That he said he wanted to, in order to kill Prahlad, he slams his fist into the wall. How is slamming his fist into a wall going to kill Prahlad? Right. He wanted to kill that spiritual awakening. Right. He's as his all-encompassing ego. But as soon as he says, "Oh, God's not everywhere." I'll show you God, right? That's the same as that will kill Prahlad. That's why I show you it's a metaphorical story as well, right? What happens? When that happens, in order to prove his devotee correct, that he's everywhere, even in the pillar, even in the wall, right? A sound is a, a sound that shakes the heavens and the hells happens, right? And and from the pillar emerges a very divine form, right? Not a Shinga half man, half lion. It's another story, which we already discussed. Uh, uh, uh. And so that realization then there's some little struggle but almost instantly Hiranyakashipu is destroyed right the verse I, I quote I posted a few uh, last night uh, a be- really beautiful verse just like a, a moth flying into a flame right you know the moth flying into a fire it immediately is devoured right and it says just like darkness and it says the dark the Lord is made of pure light pure illumination the darkness in its presence fall by its own light destroys darkness instantly Right, that whole monster, that titanic monster of Hiranyakashipu, who'd control the three worlds. Right, Indra was a servant. Everyone was scared of him. He sat on Indra's throne. Right, all the demons, only every, the whole world, the Vedic sacrifices, Om, Om Hiranyakashipuraya Swaha. All the offerings are made to him only. Ego totally took control of the world, or in ourselves. Sometimes that happens. It happens daily. Sometimes for me, it happens at least two, three times a day. It's, it's related to coffee somehow for me I don't know how that is <laughs> so uh, uh, and then it goes and but but as soon as soon as he realizes once he sees that it God actually is everywhere it's his immediate death right Prahlad's not Prahlad would have died if God's not everywhere right if the whole thing is all the thing is not true we would our spiritual life would be end right but as soon as we see God the ego the, that, that type of ego that's represented by Hiranyakashipu or represented by here by Kamsa will be his death. So by saying, oh, maybe death has come. The time has come. He's saying God has come. Right? So it's showing that, also showing that this is also symbolic of the ego's death. Right? In the story also, it's set up that way, so it still works. He jumped out of bed overwhelmed by the thought, the time has come. Right? And ran to the delivery room, stumbling his hair all disheveled. Disheveled. Right? Disheveled. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, also, another point on time. I want. I didn't want to forget. Uh, 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 
Kala means time. Kala also means destiny. Right? The flow of time is everything will happen by the flow of time, by destiny. And this is a theme in the next chapter. Right? Uh, Devaki herself will say it's all everything happened by destiny. And he'll also say, oh, all, all this happened by destiny. He has a little bit of something like philosophical side of insight. Right? Uh, in, in, in the next few weeks we'll talk about. Right? Um, uh, so when he woke up and he says a baby has been born he's like oh destiny is is marching forward right he's running to stop it but you can't stop destiny he knows his destiny the voice said the the, the eighth son of the of your of your sister your cousin's sister will be your death didn't say unless you kill all all of her children he desperately tried to protect protect but destiny the voice nature itself resounded with this truth right that that uh, krishna will be your your death Right, so he actually thought maybe destiny has come. Right. Also, time is time. Kala. This takes a little uh, uh, a more abstract philosophical point, but something we can't forget. Time. In Vedanta, back to the uh, previous view of of Maya in a certain sense, there's Brahman, which is the the the, the radiance of being itself, the Shakti and radiance of being, and then we have projected on it or by it or however you want to think of it whether it's projecting itself this way or we're projecting onto it uh, the world of name uh, of time space and causation time space and causation and uh, springing from that is name and form right and action all these type of things time space and causation so time and space and causation brahman plus time space and causation is called the world right uh, brahman without time space is called brahman Right, so it, 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 Swami Vivekananda in his Jnana Yoga has two, three talks on this topic. Very important. He describes Maya in the most brilliant uh, sense. I think it's in Jnana Yoga, I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, time, space, and causation. He, he, uh, he, he uh, even gives mathematics. It's a very simple mathematics on how it works, right? So the filter of time speculation. So time is what blocks out the eternal. The eternal is not... Uh, 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 um, What's the term? Everlasting, right? The eternal is not lasting a long time or never ending. It means beyond time. Sanatani. Stristriti vinashanam shaktibhute sanatani. We pray to, the, to, to Narayan, the Divine Mother. You are stristriti vinashana. You are that which creates, sustains, and destroys, which is Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, or the three powers of God, whatever you want, shakti, whatever you want to think. Stristi vinashanam. Shakti, shakti Bhute, you are the power of all, 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 all of that. You are the power that creates it. And Sanatani, you are unchanging, eternal. Right? You, in other words, and, and you are the Brahman that doesn't do anything. Right? It's that all this, you're, you're the power that does everything and you do nothing. You are the power of, of time and space and causation and name and form, creation, sustenance, the solution, and you do nothing. You are the shiny radiance behind it. The time and space. From one perspective, from, uh, blocks out the experience of the eternal, right? We say, oh, the time, time is here, right? Kala is here. So it could be that itself is a world of death. The world of death. So it's not like, oh, like we go to a, another heavenly world where we won't die, right? Any place you're going to die. As soon as you have time, time, pla- you have space, a place, right? A state. You're going. To, uh, you're in the realm of time. That will not be eternal. There's no example. Even Vaikuntha, even this this uh, Kamsa in the story fell from Vaikuntha. We're thinking we want to go to Vaikuntha and then we'll be eternal. Well, we won't fall from Vaikuntha. He fell from Vaikuntha, 
There's all kinds of people falling from Vaikuntha, <laughs> right? <laughs> of course, we're not being, we're being a little bit flippant about it, right? You know, but but there's actually there's some very beautiful verses we were remembering earlier from uh, uh, from Tantrasara and Tantra Shastra. That's that's uh, not disrespectfully, but not that respectfully talking about all the other deities, right? It's glorifying Shakti. He says, all who worship Vishnu, those who worship Brahma, those who worship Shiva, those who worship Ganesha. And he's, he's describing the fault of each one of them. But half-joking, right? This type of, in the glorification type of thing. Right? Because, uh, uh, he said, even, even Vishnu takes birth out of, uh, out of uh, somebody curses Vishnu, and Vishnu has to take birth. <laughs> even Vishnu is not free from, from rebirth. Even Shiva has to take birth. It has to do with what is devotee. He's not free from from this type of stuff. He's an only Shakti. She's the only. It's a prayer in, in that mood, right? It's not a philosophical point. It's an emotional appeal <laughs> on the glory of the of the Devi. Very funny, but very beautiful also. But uh, 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 so to attain the to attain heaven is not in the Hindu in the Hindu tradition. To attain heaven isn't eternal, because heaven is a long time. Right, uh, uh, hell is also could also be a long time, right? Life could be a long time, <laughs> right? This is you know the, the, this talk is going on a long time. It's like eternal, zombies, <laughs> right? But the topic <laughs> of this talk it's is the eternal, huh? It's heavenly. Not it's heavenly. Let's hope you know is uh, 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 is eternal. Is the eternal? So time itself is the world of birth and death, and that and Krishna represents is or represents or the way to however you think the world beyond beyond time in a certain sense right he jumped out of bed overwhelmed with the thought the time has come and ran to the living room stumbling his hair disheveled disheveled the good lady here sati sati means here devaki helplessly pitilessly appear appealed to her brother saying mm, uh, 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 oh merciful one she will be your daughter-in-law a female should not be killed. So three points. Oh, you, of course, he's not merciful. To call uh, Kamsa merciful is a strange thing to do, but he's, she's in d- desperate situation. She has to try to save her, not her daughter, but her daughter, right? Uh, oh, merciful one, right? So then it's saying you, she will be your daughter-in-law. Because remember, she's not her, they're not brother and sister, they're cousins, cousin sister, cousin brother. I forget. I described the lineage, the, the, some weeks ago, the lineage of, of the families, right? But in that, in the royal, remember, she's, they're chatriyas, they're kings, royalty, right? And, 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 and in royalty, and, and people marry within their families, in extended families, within the same caste, and not just caste, but here within family lines of royal family and people of, like that. So in that relationship, her daughter would have married one of his sons, right? So he's saying, "Why don't kill, she's going to be your daughter? She's like your daughter. She'll be married to one of your own sons. She'll be your daughter-in-law. So don't kill her, right?" And then another point, Sriyama Hantum, that a woman Sriya should never be killed. There are certain almost unpardonable crimes, right? In in, in the Vedic tradition, one of which actually one of the killing a cow. Killing a woman, killing a, ch- a, 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 a unborn child. These are given in the verses as something that there's no expedition for, right? I mean, uh, 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 so it's very. Um, um, uh, but anyways, he's saying you, you woman shouldn't be killed. So she's you're merciful. She'll be your daughter-in-law, and but also she knows this is uh, Devak, uh, uh, Devaki knows this is ma- this is not a normal child. Right, so she's acting in a certain sense. She's feeling, but slightly acting. There's a verse in the next verse: "As if, 
she's saying that if this she's scared right she's she's actually in more control than than we think right she what, what's her experience she knows the difference between birth and death now she knows she's seen she looked into the face of the absolute unchanging reality who appeared as her son and told her what to do she's seen all this right so she's not really scared right but she has to act properly brother many children bright as fire have been killed by you by force and then she says many children have been killed by you so first so this is there's three points in this in this sentence many children have been killed by you so you're it's an accusation you've really killed so many children you want to the second point says this is by the force of destiny divya this is by this is spoken by this is once again by destiny right so you killed all these people right and he says but actually you're faultless it was killed but they all it was their their karma their destiny to die and actually we know but he caused he cursed them to be born as anyways you know the story he 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 cursed his previous children to be killed by him <laughs> but it is his desti- their, their destiny right they're not normal people right um, uh, uh. and then he says give me this daughter as a gift right so so three things happened one so this is actually showing that she's a chatriya right uh, 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 Yashoda won't say these things when somebody's trying to kill Krishna right she doesn't have that type of mind but but Devaki is a chatriya and chatriyas are trained in politics right and and uh, uh, and so and she's full trained and there's many examples in the stories that she has full knowledge of political science right <laughs> right she's the son of a, she's a daughter of a, of, of a king a prince like in this type of family like that so there's when you how do you deal this is what all a lesson in politics today right uh, from the Bhagavatam 5,000 year old message right there's three ways of dealing with an enemy that you don't have much power over right one is Dhamma Sama and Dana right and both of these can be reversed in different ways right uh, Dhamma means to chastise to repress to, to, to accuse punish like this right and so like, oh, you've already killed all my, you've, you're a monster, you've killed so many children. Then Sama, Sama means to compromise. If that doesn't work, then you give some, in next layer, you give compromise, right? You can see that this is happening on the political stage right now. First, everybody accuses each other of the most horrible possible thing, and then behind the door, they start working something out, right? A little bit, something like this. And the compromise here is, but actually, it's not really your fault. It's by destiny, right? So, and then the final thing is, Dana means giving gift. Right, and so a, a stronger person will like. What do you do? You you give people, you give people position in your cabinet, <laughs> like this type of stuff, right? Or if you're weaker, you beg, you beg a gift, right? It's like, oh, I'm 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 I've already, I've lost so many of my children, but but not by your. You've already killed all my children, right? Right? But it's by destiny, right? And you please give me this. At least give me this daughter. Give me this gift of a daughter. Right, these three points are very important. Uh, it's showing a very well thought out. In one sentence, she's thought out. She's responding to many different things. Brother, many children bright as fire have been killed by you, by the force, but by the force of destiny. Please give me this one daughter as a gift. My lord, I am your sister, poor, bereft of my children. Hmm. Uh, Dina, I am the I am poor, right? And of course, we know she just had vision of Vishnu, so she's not poor. Uh, I am bereft of my children. I am deserving, dear one, one gift. 
of I am deserving, dear one, of the gift of my last child. Right. Hmm. So she's uh, 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 Anga. She uses the term Anga. Anga means limb, right? But so it's translated as dear, right? You're like uh, you're uh, darling, right? Mean because you're you were you're we're connected. You're you're I'm like your limb or you're my limb. You're like uh, 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 means you're very intimate, right? We have a very intimate relation. Of course, they're cousin brothers. You know, they're very intimate relation. Loving. He was driving her chair at the time of her wedding you know the showing her intimate so she's using this language also it says give me this one I deserve all you who are like my such intimate relationship you give me at least this one daughter don't kill her right other texts say other versions of, in the Puranas it also mentions that she says actually that she gives more argument he says the, 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 the voice you heard says the eighth son right this is number the, one of them's died Right by miscarriage, so this is number seven, and on top of that, it's a daughter, so this, she have nothing to fear from her. Right, that's another argument, not given here, but it's given in other texts. So sometimes in movies like that, they merge the stories because it's important. It's like we would do. It's like this is not even a boy. The eighth son. This is not a son. Right, but then and then he starts thinking, and then some confusion he says, but what what number? How do we know it's number eight? Uh, how, we don't know. Vishnu is a magician. Everything he knows, Vishnu is a magician. Or he can, his yoga mind can create all kinds of confusion. He can, who knows where he's counting. Maybe he's starting counting from number two. Maybe he's counting from the fourth one. The first one was, this, you know, he's like, and then on top of that, woman, Bhagavan has, he's appeared as Mohini, female forms, male forms. We don't know. This could still be the, her son. And Sutta means son. Sutta means daughter also. with a special word, but it could, it's not... It's like we would use, oh, how many sons you have. I mean, it, it means sons, but it, it could be sons and daughters, you know, way of saying children. So it's, he's not very confident with this argument, right? Sukha said, Sri Shuko of Acha. Hmm. And he says, At, uh, uh, em, Embracing her daughter and crying, she, brag, she begged like one very poor. Dina Dina Vat. Dina Dina very suffering like somebody, but what means like someone who's poor right once again she's not in the weak position here right she's playing the part by Yoga Maya's instruction like that but she knows she's in a she's a, she, the, the last thing Vishnu told her is that you think of me as your child and as Bhagavan and I guarantee at the time of death you'll attain my abode right so she's in a pretty secure position right she's a, that's the perfection of all life right there right see God in form see God as a formless, and your enlightenment is guaranteed, liberation is guaranteed, right? So she's not poorest of the poor, but appearing like that and embracing her atmajam, her own, that means that which is born from her own self, her daughter, which of course is not born from her own self, right? So, it's, it's <laughs> right? so who's that? Anyways, uh, she begged like when very poor, but he cruelly snatched her from her arms, right? Tam, uh, let me go here. Grabbing the newborn daughter of his sister by the legs, he smashed her against the stone. Right? So he grabbed her by the legs and went to smash her. Now, it says smashed her by the stone. Others, and then the next verse says she flew from her hand. So something, he went to smash her to the stone and he flew from the arms or he smashed her. It's not clear from the verse itself. Right? Uh, uh, uh. 
I've seen depictions in both ways. I've seen other descriptions in both ways, right? He went to go, grabbed her by the leg and twirled her around to smash her against the hard stone of, of, of the prison and it slipped from her arm, from his hands, right? Other than he smashed her and then he slipped from her. Both, both ways can work. But it says that, that what's the smash? Why that word is still used, if, if maybe if it slipped in his head. This very act of trying to smash her, right? Says, uh, 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 that, 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 uh, that, um, so, hrida, so, uh, swa arutta umulitam, swa, so hridaya, all that friendship and loving feeling that may have existed that she was playing to, oh, merciful one, I'm your sister, you are my brother, you're dear to me. Right, remember, he's going to be that by that very act, he completely smashed. That's what he smashed. He, he uprooted, it says, Udmulitam, he, he, he uprooted any family uh, affection, any family relate. The last little bit, at least in this scene, right? He, he, that's what he pulled when he pulled at her feet. He, but what happened? He touched her feet, right? That has a very significant point, right? So we have to see what happens. She immediately left, leapt from his hands, right, and flew into the sky. Sadyo Devi Ambaramgata. Devi, who is she? As the go, as a goddess, right? Ambaramgata. She went into the sky, right, and so uh, so shining in the sky in the akasha. What what did she do? She was Adrishati uh, Anuja uh, Vishnuhu. Anuja, Anu, sorry, uh, the long syllable. Anuja Vishnuhu. She is the younger daughter of Vishnu. Who is she? She is a goddess, Jaima. And, you want to go over here? She is the goddess and the younger daughter of Vishnu. Sad Ayuda Ashta Mahabuje. With weapons in her. Ashta, Ashta Maha Buja in her eight mighty arms. So she's that uh, you see Durga with eight weapons. So she appeared, you know, thinking he's going to smash a little baby, mm-hmm. right? And flies from her arms and he appears. I mean, he's good. We've seen lots of good uh, 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 Bollywood versions of this. It's very, very exciting. <laughs> Some of them are a little corny, but still inspiring. Some of them done nicely. Uh, so she appears as her beautiful arms. And whenever you hear Ma speak, in, in such scenes, you can, you can almost actually the best I think is when you hear like when uh, in Devunki Dev Mahadev and you hear when when Parvati or Sati manifests as Adya Shakti and Fleck and, and she screams. What does she scream? Always, Murk, <laughs> fool, <laughs> right? right? So that's our favorite word now. We use it because we don't know because we don't know how we don't know exactly how harsh it actually is. So we can call each other Murk, Murk, Murk. What happened? Murk. We are constantly calling each other that. Because we get it from that, but, but she screams, fool, right? So this is more Hindi, so in Sanskrit she uses a different word, but almost the same thing. So decorated with divine, so how she appears, decorated with divine garlands, raiments, urgents means sandalwood pulp and things like that, and jeweled ornaments with bow, spear, shield, sword, conch, disc, and club. So these are the symbols of Vishnu also, but also the symbols of Shakti, right? Both forms are there. Right? Because Vaishnava Shakti, yeah, she, she's a form of Vishnu Shakti. 
among offering of hymns of Siddhas, Charanas, Gandharvas, Apsaras, Kinadas, and Ugras, Uragas, she spoke thus. So she, she, she appears, and the whole time she's surrounded by heavenly hosts, by divine, by, by all angelic beings, right? All the different categories of angelic deva beings, all singing her glory, right? Actually, right now she's right here. Right, floating in front of us with angelic beings singing her glory, but we see her not. This is our problem, right? Right, and w- and then she says, actually, instead of murg, she says, what's the word she says? Manda, also means fool, right? Ass, manda, fool. Oh fool, what is the use of killing me? Oh fool, right? For the one who will kill you. Your former enemy, right? Actually, uh, the word Purva Shatrum. Your form. He's been your enemy for a long time. Remember, this is not his first fight with Vishnu. Many incarnations, he's been fighting Vishnu, right? So, and and one thing we learned again and again from these verses is that we all have a backstory, and our our sentiments, our devotion, and our and our 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 our, our, our good and bad qualities of our spiritual life. They have things from the past. This is not the first time we've been doing this, right? Uh, uh, uh. This is not the first. Maybe this is not the first time we've been together, even talking about these things. We don't know, you know. Mm, I'm remembering that when I met the, when Yogi, I mentioned him before, Nataraj, Baba Nataraj, walking in on Venice Beach with Kalipada, and a very nice elderly sannyasi, in his 90s, just orange white beard, and he was Swamiji. I just saw him. He goes, oh, come, come. And he sat there. We sat down. Two and a half hours. We had satsang on the board, on the bench there, on, on, on in front of like that. Very great sadhu. Very interesting sadhu, right? But then, but he also one of the things he looked at was, don't think we. This is the first time we've been together. And then he pointed. And you can say he just pointed to me and Kamala uh, Kalipada. We can be like like you two. You've loved each other much in past lives, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't. We find ourselves connected this way. It was a very interesting point, right? But we've forgotten the problem. Not only our relation with each other, but we've forgotten the bigger relationship. A very important point, he says, nothing's wrong in this world, he says. Hey, everything's wrong. He, he's also, if you, ever, if you ever find him on Facebook, he's complaining about every governmental <laughs> thing and about uh, cancer drugs, and he's very outspoken about every possible thing to be outspoken about. He's the guy who's outspoken about all of those things, <laughs> you know. It's like, oh dear, okay. <laughs> right, but he says, but actually, what is it? I said, we, we, nothing totally wrong. We do our duty. We're living our karma, our dharma. We're doing our duty to our family. We're working like that. He said, but that's not why we came. Right, he says, he said, and this is a merry, merry, the, I think the point is, we came here to wake up. We were born to wake up. That's why we've, we've been born again means we didn't wake up. Right, but again, we forget. Again, life after life, we keep forgetting why we came. We're not fulfilling the ultimate thing. <clears throat> what is the use of killing me, O oh fool? The one whom you will, who will kill you, your former enemy, is already born elsewhere. Right. Do not kill other children unnecessarily. Right. In other words, don't. Know, and so this is sometimes people. We know what this comes to end up doing. He ends up killing lots of other children, trying to kill Krishna. The same story in, in the Bible. Same thing. Right. In order to kill Jesus, there's some premonition that Jesus is going to be the de- overthrow the government or something. So they kill all the children Jesus's age. Right. Uh, the story is there. Right. The same story, most likely borrowed story. Right. Uh, or both stories are borrowed from an ancient. So who knows? But it, it seems to be this way. Right. Um, uh, 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 but 
So some people think this is a, don't don't go and, and and he's born somewhere else. Don't but to say tell somebody who's scared he's born somewhere else, but don't kill any other children. Well, of course, the natural thing if he's born somewhere else, they kill all the children, right? But here I think it means I don't think the divine. But who knows? Mahamaya has her plan, right? This is Mahamaya, anyways. She may not be saying she may be saying what he needs to hear, and not what's the truth, right? Uh, and that is go and kill all the. Tr- you're born somewhere else, but don't kill anybody else, right? You know, uh, maybe sending him off to kill because that's also part of the lila, and we know so many stories like that. Uh, but I think the the primary meaning is that he's not here. He's born somewhere else. So why keep killing children? And why are you trying to kill me, you fool? Killing me won't do you any good, right? I'm not him. I'm not the one destined to kill you. The one destined to kill you has been born somewhere else. Is already somewhere else. But also, where was he born? He was born there. Why do you say he's born somewhere else, right? Where Kamsa is, where the famous, uh, uh, many people quoted, but Vivekananda says, where the ego is, there's no God. Where God is, there's no ego. Right? As soon as, you know, God is born right there. Right there he was born. You can't say he's born somewhere else. He's, now he is somewhere else, but he's not born somewhere. He's born there. But as soon as Kamsa is, he's not born there. That's not where that's not where Krishna is. When when they do meet, Krishna will, I mean Kamsa will die immediately. Actually what happens? You ever know how they die how he how he dies? Very soon it's a long time before then, so we have to I don't want to make it way. It's very if we take the symbolism, he wrestles. Right? He kills them in a wrestling match. <laughs> so you f- want to fight with God. You can be, see, the thing is that's the thing Krishna says in the Gita, however you approach me, I respond that way. Right? If you want Krishna as a friend, he becomes your friend. If you want him as your lover, he becomes your lover. If you want him as your companion, he's your companion. If you want him as your child, he's your child. As your father, as your mother, she's in the next room as your mother. Right? As like, as yourself, then you, you have philosophies that allow him to approach that way. Right? But if you want him as an enemy, he becomes your enemy. If you want him to, to not exist, he disappears. Right? You can deny him. Oh, that's how you want your relationship with me is through atheism. Then, then I disappear, no problem. Yeah, everything is fine. No, pro- what's the problem? There's no problem. However, you respond, right? And if you want to fight, you want an enemy. Oh, he's a great fighter, right? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like uh, 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 there's no better fighter than Krishna. In the Shingadev story, the classic example. In the, the in the Chandi, I, one of our friends one time said, "Oh, I'm not coming to the temple right now. I'm fighting with Ma." It's some personal thing, you know, like that. I says, uh, you, "You've read all the scriptures. You know the Chandi. <laughs> Name one situation where somebody fights with Ma and wins." <laughs> She's going to win. <laughs> you might as well just surrender. A devotee should surrender rather than keep fighting. But he has to fight a little bit. So, uh, what, What's the use in killing me, O oh fool? For the one who will kill you, your former enemy, is already born elsewhere. Do not kill other children unnecessarily. What time is it now? 6.21. Okay. This is the final verse that I have translated. That's perfect. After speaking thus to Kamsa... Where is the verse? I lost the verse. Eight. That's ten. Sorry, sorry. Here it is. After speaking thus to Kamsa, then her name here is Devi Maya Maya Bhagavati. Bhagavati. So Krishna's Bhagavan. She's Bhagavati, right? So we could say she's, and here she's her sister, younger sister. Younger by a few seconds, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, uh, uh. <coughs> Bhagavati means that Bhagavan is. Bhagavan has a couple different meanings, but the primary meaning is one who who controls Bhag. Bhag means power, and the powers, the six powers given. These are the in the Vedic tradition, the 
like we think God what's what makes God God we would think oh the creator sustainer and destroyer is God you know we have all definitions of God right but here Bhagavan is very specific what do we mean by God God who one who possesses in maximum quality all power all knowledge all wealth owns the unit countless trillions of universe all wealth all uh, all beauty he's the most beautiful and Say power, wealth, knowledge, fame, beauty, and renunciation. Right, and and beauty, uh, fame is one of them because I mean, who he's the everything sings his glory. If I start every every flower is worshiping him, every twip, these birds are singing mantras. If you have, if we have ears to hear, right, right now we have we have I we mentioned that the the uh, apsaras and gandharvas are singing singing God's glory, but also he's. Our old temple president here in Laguna Beach, Harikrishna Bhattahari, quoting this term Bhagavan, he says, "How is Krishna? He says, he's most, he's not popular, but he's famous. Everybody's heard of God. We bring him up at a party, and everything. Oh, <laughs> nobody wants to. I was like, oh great, but everybody's heard of him. So he's famous. He has, nobody likes him. <laughs> nobody wants to deal with him. But uh, so she's Bhagavati is a similar type of thing. That she's the power." Of she's the one who possesses all power, so she's not different from him in one sense. But she's, in the story, she's his shakti, right? Um, uh, 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 another aspect of him, his power, his power, shakti and shaktiman. After speaking, this uh, goddess Bhagavan uh, Bhagavati Devi Maya Bhagavati, Devi, the goddess Maya, right? The, the divine power. And then when did she? After speaking thus to comes to the goddess Bhagavati Devi. Uh, uh, Bhuvi Bahunama Niketeshu Bahunama Babhuva Ha, sorry, this is a bit, this is my, I'm not so familiar with this verb, but it's very beautiful. She uh, became Babhuva, he, she, he manifested, she became where? Where did she go? Where did she manifest? Right? Bhuvi, on this earth, right, in our experience, on our daily experience, where? Right? Bahunama, in Bahun, it says Bahunama Niketeshu in various, it's saying various places, but it's saying in various known places, places by different names, right? And then Bahunama and by different names. So she appeared uh, on earth in different places by, as different names, right? So this is a direct reference, actually, in, in the commentary, it always says like. Vinjavasani, like Annapurna, Vinjavasani in the Vinja Mountains, like Annapurna in Banaras, like, you know, it's like she appears in so many places. That means she manifested in Tirtas, right? Which is, means where this Mahamaya, we, we hint a little bit last week, this is how we ended and we'll end it the same way this time. Um, um, uh, that what is Maya? We it's mysterious what Maya is. It is and it isn't. It's a cause. It's the cause. It is our own illusion, or it's the illusion created by the world, or by God, or by us, or by by by. It's yoga Maya. It's it's nidram. It's, it's so many ways you can interpret. It. But how how are we to know her? How are we to worship her? How do we to be free from her? How are we to how to connect with her? Right. This this goddess who appeared in the sky and then disappeared. Where did she go to? She didn't disappear. She's everywhere. In all the tirtas, all the holy places, she's known by different names in different in, in places known by different names. That's what it's saying. She's known by different names in variously called places. She's variously called in variously called places. It's a weird bahu, 
Bahunama is used twice, right? So, um, so she's in the temples, she's in the Tirthas, she's in holy places, she's in Calcutta as Kaligat, she's in Dakshinishwar as Dakshin, uh, Bhavatarini, she's in Tara Pit as Tara, like this, right? She's here as Ma Dakshinishwari, right? You know, uh, 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 she's in your home by whatever name your, your deity is worshipped, right? She's uh, accessible. She's become... It's a very great mystery of, of, of how name and form work, right? The, the divine... Okay, <laughs> I'm being waved. <laughs> we'll, we'll end it there. Uh, uh, there's a hymn called Ajastotam, which I was going to uh, discuss tonight, because it ends it, but it's a very beautiful... Ajastotam describes her in, 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 in this place, you're known as this name. In this place, you're known as this place. Very much like that. In, 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 um, uh, glorifies this 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 way, and actually here it says that she. Uh, some texts say that she went from here. One of the places she went is called Vinjavasini. In the Chandi, she herself predicts when these demons are born again, which is I think Ashumba and Nishumba are born again, right? And here they'll be born as Kamsa and his br- and, and Kamsa's brother uh, um, Chanura, Chanura, no? Chan- Chanuk, what's Kamsa's brother's name? Anyways, uh, Kamsa and his brother again will be born. Shumba and Nishin will be born again. I'll be born as the child of Yashoda and Ananda. Right? And I'll be known as Vindyavasani. Right? So it says when she went flew, she flew into the Himalayas, at the foot of the Himalayas. Vindyavasani is a very ancient, important place, considered the source of Kali. There she exists as Kali. Right? Durga is known as Kali Vindyavasani, the goddess who comes from the Vindya mountains. Which means the Vindya mountain, Vindyavasani is much more ancient than this story. Right, it's a, it's it's a, um, uh, uh, it's a primordial, you could almost say tribal goddess, right? Before we had clear cult, uh, civilization and culture, she was worshipped in the Vindya Mountains as a, a black goddess, like that. You can trace her back, but saying that she's she's that goddess also. The ancient goddess is also the power of Mahamaya, like this, who's doing all this, and we do definitely have to go. We have RIT, and I'm sure the temple's full of people. Usually, when she waves like that, means hurry up. <laughs> Jai Sri Krishna.